going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net, your host of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? Can you hear the bells ringing? And I'm not talking about church bells. I'm talking about school bells. <laughs> I have several. I have several students going back to school this week, and and uh, the prayer requests were high in Sunday school. Let me just say that there was lots of uh, lots of pray for this and pray for that. There's really a lot of anxiety. I mean, it's nothing new, uh, but it's just a reminder that our students are anxious about going back to school, and and you know we as Older people uh, don't have to deal with that. We, we forget what it's like. So be sure to pray for your students this week if they're starting back to school or, or just get a running head start in the prayer direction uh, for those students who you think are going to be challenged by this year. Got a great episode for you today. It's called The Church of Now or Never. And it's about uh, students taking their place within the church and it is a drum that i've been banging about as loud as i can for as long as i can possibly remember because i don't think there's real discipleship going on if our students are not finding their place in the greater body and so this episode is about um, an experience i just had with uh, one of our students uh, before I get into all that, uh, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter. It is the weekly newsletter I send out to youth pastors all over the world, and it is packed with videos, articles, things that are going to challenge you, things that are going to make you smile, things that are going to equip you to build a successful youth ministry. And if you're not signed up already, let me give you one more reason why you should be signed up right now, and that is, well, let me let me preface this by saying, listen, do you go, are you like me where you go to your big box store and Christmas stuff is already out? Does it bother you? Does it drive you crazy like it drives me crazy? The fact that we jam all these holidays together that we can't enjoy any of them, it drives me nuts. But listen, uh, it's, it's too early in August to put out Christmas stuff at your big box stores. Let me just say that. What it is not too early for is to actually plan your Christmas party. And if you sign up for the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter, I'm going to send you a brand new resource I have called the Ultimate Youth Group Christmas Party Planner. And it gives you a ton of stuff in there. It gives you nine important questions you need to ask about your Christmas party. It gives you a party planner worksheet. 11 Christmas party theme ideas, 13 Christmas party activities. I offer recommended party supplies and recommended decorations, especially if you decorate your youth room like I like to decorate my youth room. And it has a ton of games in there as well that you might need if you want your Christmas party to focus around some really, really awesome games. If you're not signed up for the newsletter yet, well, sign up and there's a link down below where you can sign up and you will receive the Ultimate Youth Group Christmas Party Checklist. If you already are a subscriber, well, it's already going to be in your inbox. So enjoy. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the episode, The Church of Now, or never. Now listen, I had a unique opportunity where all the staff were going to be out of town and I was the only one left to preach. And well, listen, at 55, 
I still like to wring my hands and laugh maniacally. <laughs> because it's my chance to involve students in, quote, big church. And I ask my youth, who wants to tag team preach with me this Sunday? And one freshman girl, I'll call her Izzy, immediately said, I will. I gave Izzy the topic I was preaching on, which was waiting on the Lord, the passage I wanted her to focus on, which was 1 Samuel 1, 1 through 20. And I gave her a short outline of things she might want to include into her message, personal story, scripture context, all those kind of things. And I checked back with her a couple of times during the week, and I asked if she needed any help, and if she did, to hit me back. The day arrived, and Izzy delivered the first point of my message with passion and power. It was not perfect, and I did not expect it to be. The point wasn't that she would deliver her point perfectly. It was to afford her the opportunity to let God use her, and God did. I share all this because the church is at a dangerous precipice in time and culture. The Atlantic has a great article called Why So Many Americans Have Stopped Going to Church, and in the article included this quote, Take a drive down Main Street of just about any major city in the country, and with the housing market ground to a halt, you might pass more churches for sale than homes, two sociologists wrote in The Atlantic in January, and the facts bear out that visual. As Jake Meter, the editor-in-chief of the quarterly magazine Mere Orthodoxy, notes in a recent essay, about 40 million Americans have stopped going to church in the past 25 years. That's something like 12% of the population, and it represents the largest concentrated change in church attendance in American history, he writes. Their conclusion is that the church has become a religion of workism, not wokeism, workism, where messages are focused on the individual rather than the community. Messages focused on how to get ahead in life, how to achieve. And because the church has focused on the individual rather than the community, it forgets to include its youngest members in the life of the church. And when those young members leave, they shout battle cries to save this generation. Well, my advice would be, if you were asking my advice, would be let this generation lead. Ask their opinion. Give them more than pizza. Listen, my conclusion is this. We thought it was cute back in the day to say, young people are not the church of tomorrow, they are the church of today. And everyone claps and cheers and goes back to business as usual. This lip service was great for cheers, but bad theology. The church, meaning the powers that be, a vast majority of them, who touted this phrase, did not follow up with increased youth budgets, paying a youth pastor what they deserved, and giving students a seat at the table with opportunities to serve in all levels of the church, including preaching. In a recent conference, a first of its kind called ZCon, where all the speakers were Gen Z, one of the speakers said, we are going to claim the seat at the table right now, right here. And if we don't like it, we're going to build a new one. That is Zayed Ahmed. Generation Z, like the generations before it, who were not invited to the table and have built their own table of beliefs, cultures, and causes outside of the traditional churches, and those churches who are dying scratch their heads and wonder why. My prayer for them is bring them a high school freshman who loves God and is willing to be equipped for the work of the ministry. 
And that is it for this episode of the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you're brand new to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you being a part today. Would love if you subscribed and joined the community. If you're a regular here, as always, thank you for your time and your attention. And I would offer you one last challenge. Where are you using students in leadership? Are you letting them share? Are you letting them serve? You see, Izzy, that wasn't her first time sharing. She practiced sharing in children's ministry. She practiced sharing in the youth group. And when the time was right, she had no problem volunteering and saying, I'd like to share in big church with quotes. So it's either church now or never. We've got to pursue discipleship with a passionate heart. So we give these kids an opportunity to be a part of the greater community of the body of Christ. Thanks again for listening. And remember, if nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.